Hey everyone, welcome back to Dom and Jimbo's Album Swap, episode number 61. On this episode, we've got two albums to talk about, uh, the first of which was recommended by my father over here. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How's everyone else doing? Yeah. I'm okay. Um, how are you, Dom? I'm okay. It's a fine Sunday afternoon um, that we're recording this. And uh, yeah, the first album that we're going to be talking about is somewhat of a classic um came out in 1977 pretty uh widely known kind of universally kind of but uh you know if, if you definitely if you're into in, into music at all or, or have at least turned on like a classic rock station in your life you've probably heard one or two of the songs off of this album yeah um the album fleet uh sorry the album rumors by fleetwood mac um yeah, so why don't you sort of introduce this album and why you recommended it? Yeah, Fleetwood Mac's always been that kind of band that even when I wasn't so much into that style of music, like I kind of had a pretty healthy respect for and like kind of liked it. But then once I got to really sit down and, you know, uh, envelop the music and, and, you know, just really give it a good listen, um, I, I just, it, it bowled me over. Fleetwood, most of Fleetwood Mac's catalog kind of does that. I mean, they're just really like five or six, I guess it's six, one, two, three, yeah, six musicians that are yeah. like really all well, super talented. Yeah, didn't their, their, their lineup changed a lot? Because they were around for like 10 years before this, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, Fleetwood Mac was originally kind of a prog rock um, jam band almost. Yeah. I mean, they put out some music before Stevie Nicks and, um, and uh, Lindsey Buckingham joined. Um no. They were Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks were both fans of theirs, but definitely when I think Mick Fleetwood, who is the drummer and and creator of this band, um, when he got them in his grasp, he kind of realized they could do a lot more. Uh, oh. Nicky Six being uh, Nicky Six, <laughs> Stevie Nicks, wow, Motley Crue reference Nikki there. Nicky Six and Nicky Six, yeah. Um, Stevie Nicks, um, just in you know, really good talent, um, incredible voice. She's kind of one of those love them or hate them vocalists. Um, I've heard a lot of people say they do not like her, that she sounds like a goat, or that she sounds like this or that, and I don't agree. Um, I kind of see what they're saying sometimes, but I also I find it enjoyable. I find her vocals enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and uh, Lindsey Buckingham. Uh, amazing guitarist um great one of the things he's not ever given enough credit for actually the whole band are very very good backup singers and sometimes lead singers because stevie dicks doesn't sing lead on everything um a lot of the rest of the band uh takes lead on on certain songs she's the main vocalist uh but you know the whole band is pretty much vocally talented um and then yeah it's just like it's just one of those bands that i always felt was good what kind of put me over the top with them in this particular album was I watched a um, like a documentary type series about the making of this album and how incredible it was because Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham had just broken up. They were a real life couple, and they were yeah. kind of it was kind of a bad breakup, and they kind of hated each other. Um, but to, so to get them like I you know listening to a lot of the producers and the engineers and stuff and the mixers on this album. They said it was very hard to keep the personal issues out of the studio, but it also kind of made for a great chemistry in in the opposite sense of the word chemistry. Like, it kind of made it a little bit dark and unique in a way. For a breakup album, it has like a, like a real, um, a real sort of factor to it. Yeah, and kind of one of the amazing things that people bring up is like Lindsey Buckingham a lot of times on this album is playing a, is playing guitar or singing vocals or backup vocals to a song that kind of says he sucks yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and it's it's just like kind of a weird and and, and um never before done that i believe uh, dynamic on an album so uh and like this album is really good i don't know like this album probably actually now that i'm looking at it really only had two radio hits on it but as a whole, I, I like I like the most of the album. It's got a it's got a, a meh song or two in there, in my opinion. But yeah. I think overall, as an album, it's really good. So, um, well, I, yeah. What songs were radio hits? 
Uh, Rhiannon and um, Landslide. You're looking at uh, their self-title. That's that's. Oh God! Rumors. What am I doing? <laughs> it isn't rumors. I thought I pulled rumors up. I'm sorry. So that's actually not true. In the opposite of no. It. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel <laughs> like um, I feel like a lot of songs on this album are radio hits. I mean, I don't because I don't know because um, I feel like. You oh, well, well, you I see Mom have, like, played this album so much that I just know so many yeah. of the songs well, already. Yeah, well, this had more hits on it, yeah. though. Yeah, so, like, Dreams and Don't yeah. Stop, Go go Your Own Way. Yeah. Uh, I feel like so- I don't Silver wa- Springs was a decent yeah. hit. I feel like I Don't Want to Know was kind of... Um... It was a minor hit, actually. Yeah. Like, I think it got a little radio play, but not as much as, like, obviously yeah. Dreams or uh, Don't yeah, Stop I, or stuff, stuff like that, Go Your Own Way. Yeah, I feel... And at the end, the chain has kind of, like... Because it's been used in a lot of movie soundtracks at this point. I yeah. feel like it's kind of had, like, a... And it got a second life because... Yeah. What was the name of that band that covered it? Um, Dixie but, Chicks. Yeah. Did a cover of it and kind of brought it back to life, too. So, yeah, I mean, this is... It's just, they're, just, just a, uh, they're just the chicks now. Oh, right, that's right. They, they dropped the Dixie from yeah. their uh, name. That's right. So the chicks... Well, they were the Dixie chicks when they made it, so... Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so just a really good album, you know, pretty much from top to bottom. Like, I, it still holds true what I said about... It. It's got a it's got a mess song or two in there, but nothing bad. Um, yeah. Again, the musicianship, musicianship th- shows through on this album. And, um, yeah, just really like it. So, uh... Let's start with Daniel, since he's been pretty quiet over there. What do you think of uh, Rumors? Yeah, I don't think there there was really anything bad on this album. I mm-hmm. think, you know, most of it was pretty good to, okay. you know... I don't... I don't. I also don't know if there was any song that I was like, wow, this song's amazing. Really? Um, or, no, not, not that, but, like, I don't think there was any, there was any song on here that, like, blew me away. Okay. A lot, mm-hmm. but there was like there was a bunch of really good music on here. I think mm-hmm. I like "Go Your Own Way" a lot. I like I like "Dreams." Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I, I like "Never Going Back Again." Um, That's kind of a sleeper hit. In, yeah, uh, not yeah, a sleeper hit. Is it? Again. Huh? Never going back again. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, sleeper hit is that it wasn't a radio hit, but it's also it's gained more like. it's gained yeah it's gained more uh popularity over the years and it's yeah it's one of the better songs on the album in my opinion and it w- wasn't like a huge hit for him but mm-hmm. yeah it's a good song i like the chain and uh mm-hmm. gold dust woman mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah i didn't like don't stop or that's oh, probably the most overplayed oh, song yeah, on this very much. album and you know it got a lot of um got a lot of uh, uh attention because Bill Clinton, when he was running for president, used it as his song. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's fine. It's a fine song, but definitely not one of my... Probably the biggest hit on the album, but definitely not one of my favorite songs on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... I think, you know, overall, it's a very good album. It's a very, like, important album, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I feel like you hear a lot of people and they say, like, what's the best album of all time? I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people bring this out bring this album into conversation yeah it definitely comes into conversation uh regarding that yeah and i it's deserving of that i think Mm -hmm. i think honestly an album that can uniformly be fine to really good Mm -hmm. is you know better than an album that's like mainly meh but then yeah. there's like a few really good songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's more impressive to make an album that you never like. Oh, this song sucks. Um, right. Mm. I don't think if they had removed any of the songs on this album, it would have been any better or worse. I think right. that's one of the only albums I can say that about that we've done on this podcast. Mm. And you know, usually for even albums, I have recommended it's like oh if they had taken off this song this album would have been perfect right right um, yeah. but i don't think there's a single song on this album that i can say that about which right. is which i think is impressive i think if how many songs is this album like 12 11 13 i think um, i don't know i think silver springs wasn't originally on it because that's also on their self-titled album, I oh, think. I, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I, it, Twelve, if you include Silver Springs. I don't know if that yeah. was originally on it. Yeah, well, let's say eleven. 
to make eleven so- to make an eleven song album where not one song is bad, that's mm-hmm. really impressive to me, and I think yeah. you know it stands to the 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 quality of this album. Mm. Um, but yeah, nothing to me that was like, oh, I I love this song. No. Um, and it's so like, weird how on Spotify you can only get the super deluxe one. Luckily, it's easy to they kind of break yeah. it up. Yeah, there's a like they sometimes don't do on on deluxe or you know remasters or whatever. Yeah, they yeah. separate into like different discs. I mean, yeah, I, into I different listen. discs. Like there's a live disc and then there's a like demos, like, demo kind of disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the super. I'm sorry to, to interrupt you, but one of the things I want to impress on here, the like the music nerd in me, definitely when I watched that um, that documentary about this album, one of the biggest things that impressed me was how like, and this is more of a um, more of a telling tale of the production of it, which uh, Mick Fleetwood and Lindsey Buckingham usually take a big role in. Even though there'll be a quote-unquote producer on the album, they do a lot of it themselves. And the layering on this album is probably, mm-hmm. like, if you talk to any other music producer, mixer, anyone involved in the making of music, besides the musicians, and even the musicians, I guess, will tell you this is one of the best-produced albums of all time. Because it was like, it, it used layering on a lot of it like they had never really tried before. It was innovative. So I just wanted to throw that in there because, like like I said, the kind of music nerd I am, um, have been, having been in studios and stuff like that, I just love that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, it's definitely noteworthy. I think it's interesting hearing about, like, the production album. And I think it's honestly pretty funny to me to think about them having petty squabbles no. over... Yeah, I mean, a, a you know, music a man and woman that just broke up having to yeah, come yeah. together and make an album that is a lot about how badly <laughs> Buckingham sucks. <laughs> and I think they, because there's, well, I guess maybe I should save it for my like thing. Did you give it a grade? No, and I hope I hope now that they're like that they like laugh about it. No, they, no, that I don't. They, I still, they just I had think another, they still don't like each other. No, no. Matter of fact, they just had another bad thing. She kicked him out of the band. Really? But yeah. she's claiming she didn't. She's claiming she had nothing to do with it. That it was like a group decision. Mm-hmm. But they got back together and were touring again. All the original members, I think, except uh, I don't. One of the McVees, I don't think, was in it. Uh, the husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the guy. I don't remember his name. But who is the? Because there's another uh, woman vocalist on Christine McVie. Yeah, yeah, that's she, a, yeah. I thought that that's who yeah, that yeah. I think she stayed with the band. I think her husband. Who, it's really bad that I don't remember his name, but he was like basically the piano and keyboard player of the band. Yeah. And bass, I think. I think he was actually more of the bass player, than I, but I'm, I don't know, whatever. But, um, yeah, he. I think he had some kind of health issues that was that had nothing to do with any bad blood. I mean, him and his wife are still married, and they're still good, so that wouldn't have yeah. anything to do with it. But, yeah, I heard that, you know, it's kind of a he said, she said thing. Like, he's saying, Nikki, uh, Stevie Nicks, I want to say Nikki Six again, Jesus. Um, no. She's he's saying that Stevie Nicks got him thrown out of the band. She's saying she had not she had little to do with it. It was a group decision. So yeah. I mean, Lindsey Buckingham is kind of a jerk. Yeah, I've heard a lot of things about how um, kind of how much of a jerk he is in real life. Uh, but uh, not easy to work yeah. with. And, and I mean, and I don't know much about. Lindsay, I think uh, something Stevie very Nicks. telling about the two of them. While I won't take anything away from uh, from uh, Lindsey Buckingham's guitar playing and even vocals, every time he's put out solo albums, they have tanked. They have yeah. not been good, and I've listened to some of them, and they, I don't know his his solo stuff is not very good. When did he kind of like go solo? He he went solo in the mid '80s after they broke yeah. up the first time, yeah. and then he went solo again after he left the last time. He put out a solo album. He put out a couple solo albums, I think, in the '80s yeah. uh, before they got back together. I, I know he just put out a single like kind of recently. Yeah, like this year at least. Yeah, I think I heard that, and I think I thought it was kind of not good. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, it's, so and I Stevie mean, Nicks on on the other end of the spectrum has put out solo albums that have done amazing. It's, yeah, so um, it's so bizarre to me that that's still like a thing. Like, cause like if I if I can't imagine like if I broke up with my girlfriend and I helped her make a song about uh, make a whole album about how much I suck. <laughs> well, the whole album. Me wrong, the whole that. album isn't like. I that. mean, go your own way is a song from his perspective. That's you know? from his perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
40, what, 44 years later, <laughs> I'd be I'd be laughing about it. I honestly, th- it seems like it's kind of half and half on this album. I mean, not exactly. It might be. But it's more, I always read it as an even sort of thing where both of them kind of got like a... I think the, I think the thing is, though, I think his perspective, which actually makes him look good, his perspective on the breakup seemed to be more like, hey, I get it, people change, go your own way. You know, just go do your own thing, I'm cool with it. Hers seemed to be a little more bitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Go your own way is kind of a... I don't know if it's not a bitter song. It's probably well, because but, he sucks. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It. I, yeah. What, what was your grade for this? Uh... B plus, I think. Yeah. Mm. B plus. Cool. That's a fair grade. Yeah. because yeah, I think Dominic's yeah. chomping at the bit here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, take it away, Dominic. What did you think of rumors? Uh, yeah, I don't. Um, it's a, it's great. Obviously, um, it's it's one of my because, yeah, I, I think with a lot of like these like really like huge classic albums that we talked about like um like Purple Rain or whatever like Elephant or I don't know I can't I can't remember everything that we talked about i feel like we've talked about some other sort of really huge like classic albums like led in zeppelin. music history yeah led yeah, zeppelin too um yeah like with those like i can sort of like admit like they're great in ways but i don't have like as much of a personal connection to them i feel like mm-hmm. at least to the whole album but right. to this like pretty much the entire album i've heard these songs multiple times lots of times actually on my own and just from my mom and my dad um throughout my like whole life so i feel like i have like a very personal connection to a lot of the songs on this album so it makes it like more because i have like i think music is all kind of subjective but i have like albums that i think are great like on their own and then i have like my own personal albums that like rank really highly in my head just because of a more personal connection Mm. for me um and this album, I think, would like is on that list, e- despite it being like sort of a classic album in its own right. It feels personally special to me as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I love this album. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely the songs, the song "Dream," the songs "Dream" and "Go Your Own Dreams" and "Go Your Own Way" are amazing. Um, the, the, I think drink because some people argue about which one is better because those are almost like the two songs that each of them get, um, where like they're each kind of talking about their side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people kind of argue about which one of those songs is better. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say "Go Your Own Way." I kind of think "Dreams" is better. It's just a better written song, in my opinion. Like the just that just that opening, like. Uh, uh, drum drum beat and um, bass line is like amazing and then mm. um, the lyrics and Stevie Nicks delivery which apparently this was like one of the first takes she did and uh-huh. she did a lot of takes after it um, but they kind of settled on, on this take it was like the third take or something I think mm. um, and she recorded it in like a room all by herself um with her guitar, I think. I don't know. I could be remembering that wrong. Don't quote me on that. But um, then they sort of added... They took the vocal out, and they sort of added the rest of the stuff um, onto it, like the drums and the bass and stuff. Mm. So, yeah, bass line on that song is amazing. Um, and, yeah, just the lyrics and the, the whole mood. It's, a, it's, it's one of my favorite songs in general. And same with The Chain. Um, I think that song is amazing. Uh... Yeah, and other than that, obviously, Go Your Own Way is really great, too. Um, Never Going Back Again, like the the, uh, sort of acoustic um, finger-pick guitar line on that song is is classic. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, You Make Loving Fun is a a really good song, too, and I don't want to know. Other than that, sort of the weaker song. Secondhand News, I don't love as much. It's fine as sort of like an intro track, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't love it as much as a lot of the other songs. Um, right. And Don't Stop, kind of what Dana was saying. It's kind of overplayed. And it's almost like too... It, it's, it, it seems like it's trying to kind of be like an upbeat song mm-hmm. on this sort of like, I guess, uh, darker album, which 
I, I think it's kind of out of place at that point, and just I don't think it's as well written yeah. in general. And uh, yeah, Oh Daddy has always been like the weakest song on this album for me. Mm. Um, it's just kind of more empty. Mm. Um, it's still not bad though. But right. I, yeah, I feel like generally that's seen as one the weakest song on this album. Um, I like Songbird too. I think that's kind of an underrated song mm-hmm. on this album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, really great. I love it. Um, I don't know if I've given an A plus before, but I think I'm going to give it to this. Good. Um, I don't. I feel, feel like, like I might have given it because the only one I know I might have given it to is the Cure one because I really love that one too. Mm. But I think I might have just given that an A. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that was yeah. a regular A, but yeah. Well, we can go back and look, but yeah. Um, but yeah, whatever. It, I think this is an A plus in my I opinion. Think this and Purple Rain are the only two ones that have gotten A pluses. So mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good deal. Um, All right, so um, that turned out really well. I mean, that was kind of like a uh, yeah, it was almost like, like a gimme for me, yeah. you know. But I mean, I I just feel like it needed to be spoken about because it's just one of the best albums, you know, yeah. in, in my mind. The Cure one might be an A plus at this point because that's kind of how I think about it in my mind. Right. Usually, albums kind of have to like sit with me for a while and like still hold up. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So um. Cool. So yeah, then this week. Uh, Dominic's pick um, was uh, Jack White's 2018 album, Boarding House Reach. Yeah. So uh, give us a little background on this there, Dominic. So, yeah, we've talked about Jack White, Jack White's projects mm-hmm. a couple of times. We talked about, uh, what's it called? The, the Raconteurs. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about uh, White Stripes' album, The Elephant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Jack White is a very talented dude. In general, um, he's very he's he's an amazing guitar player. Um, he's very like musically talented, and I think on this album he kind of shows how versatile he is. I guess and eclectic. Um, this album was very kind of poorly received. It was kind of mixed. A lot of people thought it was like genius. A lot of people thought it was kind of bullshit. Um, I, I agree with both almost. I think a lot of it is bullshit, but it's bullshit that I really like and enjoy. And, um, it's like really fun nonsense a lot of the time. And I think musically it's really great. Um, I think it's, it's really self-indulgent. Um, and you know, that can definitely understandably so turn a lot of people off. Um... But personally, I I almost it. I mean, a lot of times being self indulgent, it's it's not really like a consistent thing. Like sometimes being like people being pretentious and self indulgent kind of does d- does definitely turn me off, and sometimes it doesn't. I guess it just depends on like the attitude of the person doing it. Like this album comes off like not that serious uh at the end of the day but it's also like really well done in a lot of ways i don't love it as much as i used to when i i first listened to it because when i first listened to it i was like this is really amazing um but i still think certain songs like connected by love and corporation even though that goes on a little bit long i think that like the progression of that song is really great um over and over and over is like like just so sick and awesome and like the the main like heavy noisy guitar line on that song is just like so addicting and amazing. Uh, Respect Commander is really great. What's done is done, uh, and humoresque. Um, yeah, some of the more like uh, like get in the mind shaft is just weird, and I don't really like understand the point of that song, and it goes on way too long. There's a lot of little interludes like Abulia and Acrasia. I think that's how you say it. Those are like. There's some kind of disorders. I don't remember what they are, but I looked it up one time. There's some sort of, like, mental, I think, disorders. Mm. Um, I think, like, eating disorders, maybe? I don't know. But, uh... Don't quote me on that. But, yeah, that's just, like, a little interlude spoken by... It's some other musician, um, like, older musician, that's sort of, like, a little bit obscure. I've never... I never heard of him before this album i i don't know um and yeah the esmeralda steals the show and everything you've ever learned like little interludes that i think are kind of funny um but you know they're sort of abstract and weird 
Um, so yeah, that's really all I have to say about it. I think it's great in some ways, but it's sort of ridiculous. But I like that, personally. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I'm going to ask Daniel first. What did you think about Boarding House of Reach? Bro, I don't know. <laughs> like, this album was ridiculous. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> um, it was good, I think. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean you think? What did you feel about it? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I feel like he feels confused. I feel confused. <laughs> I feel so like, like he's making this nine-dimensional album that my tiny little pre-brain what, can't understand. What did you think of the first song? Because I feel like that's one of the more normal ones. Connected by, by love. love. Oh, that was a really good song, I think. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is, you know, this sounds like the Jack White I've heard before. Mm-hmm. And then everything just went all, you know, pear-shaped. Um, pear-shaped? Yeah. <laughs> I, is that as, a opposed, as opposed to what? Is that like a saying? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I heard it somewhere. Um... I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah. Alright, so what about Why Walk a Dog? Why Walk a Dog? I don't remember Why does a dog need understanding to what was going on. Oh yeah, no, he said why does why does a dog need to be walked? And I was like, so it can poop. So it can go do its It'll business. poop if you don't walk it though. Mr. Yeah. Jack White. Don't, don't poop in your house. Yeah. But, um, well, that's a, yeah. That's one of those the moments on the album where I'm like, is he trying to be serious? And like, because if he's being serious, the point of that song is we shouldn't have pets because mm-hmm. it's like immoral somehow in his opinion. But I don't know if he's being serious or if he's just being like purposefully obtuse. Um, so I, I'm in like eight minds about this album. Uh huh. I have a lot of... Well, tell, tell us all the, I have a lot of conspiracy theories. Okay. This album is either, like... What's the word? I forget. What was the thing that that German dude did? What was that philosophy that that German dude invented? Nihilism? Yeah, nihilism. This album is either really nihilistic and it's like nothing matters. Um, uh-huh. So why, why do we do anything? Then... Why walk a dog puts me in that mind. Like, mm-hmm. dog's just gonna poop anyway. Why do we need to walk it? Mm-hmm. Um, or he's taking a shot at corporations, or he's just trolling. I feel like it might be all of those. I mean, he definitely like sort of makes fun of the idea of corporations on the song "Corporation" because um, he kind of approaches it I, he just also like most of the lyrics are just learned. yeah that like too pretty big yeah um, a lot of it is sort of like dystopian mm-hmm. in a way um which you i think is part of it all three at once because then i've been trying to decipher absolute nonsense i think he's i think i don't know i mean i don't know what he was doing i feel like he made this album with the, the express purpose of getting people to theorize about it and be wrong every single time I think most of the album was him trying to make experimental music and just kind of fucking around. That's um, fair, I guess. But, but then there's the there's the cover, and it's like, he's a mannequin? Yeah. So, that's also not... I guess it does sort of... Well, it, it sort of fits in the theme of, like, almost fakeness. Yeah, okay. Like, um, you know, robotis roboticism i don't know if that's a word but that like, also could mean future- the nihilistic thing because why does it matter we're all mannequins well i mean it the in a lot of ways like those sort of like sci-fi dystopian concepts sort of lean into that uh nihilism yeah. sort of theme or yeah, like the know. idea the idea that that might be the case that like nothing yeah. matters but a lot of the times they don't like stick with that theme because it's kind of a yeah. downer i absolutely but despise I, I don't know yeah. But, like, I I understand why people feel it, and I understand it's like, ooh, depression. But I, I feel mean, like it's kind of romanticizing depression, nihilism. I'm not saying this is any of what this album is doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I hate that I liked it so much. Um, 
Well, what were some other songs that you liked? Um, over and over and over and over, like, yeah. 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 It's really good. Everything you've ever learned was really interesting. I hate getting the mind shaft. Yeah. Something about that was just like, God, please stop it before I, before my brain crawls out of my head and well, was, yeah, Mexico. it was just kind of boring. Um, no, I don't feel like it was boring. Maybe it was so boring that it became. I felt like my brain was crawling. I normally out of skip my that head. song when I listen to it, but. Um, I feel like it's just. I don't really like the last three albums of the, the last three, three songs. songs of the album. I don't like getting the mind shaft. What's done is done, or humor esque, um, very much. Uh, Respect Commander was probably the last song that I really liked. Uh, Esmeralda steals the show. That was just like an interlude, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, so was everything you've ever learned. Yeah, but that was a, that was a, that was a better interlude. Yeah. Um, hype. Hyper Misophoniac. I don't even remember that song. That's... What's oh. it, what is it? He says... Ain't no... Ain't no... Wow, what does he say? Something robbing a bank. Ain't no... Mm. Ain't no... Fuck. Damn it. Oh, hold on. That's his... Hold on. Sorry. Um... Ain't no, ain't no running when you're robbing a bank. Ain't no running when you're robbing a bank. Oh, now I remember. That was that was a good song too. I like pretty much every song. Yeah. Before Esmeralda steals the show. Yeah. And then he gets all weird. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the rest, the I rest mean, of it is pretty it's weird. It's weird, too. but it's good weird. Mm. Yeah, I gotta say, Ice Station Zebra. The there were three. Um, I think three singles that came out before this album. Those were Connected by Love, uh, Ice Station Zebra, and I think Corporation. Ice and Station Zebra. Ice Station Zebra got, like, extremely bad reception when it came out. Really? And I really like that song. It just feels like it's trolling. Like, it kind of does. It's almost like a, it's almost like a hip-hop song uh, yeah. part of it. He's almost like, I, there's like a sort of, like, beat on it. And, and he's I almost usually... rapping. I usually don't love songs. I, I don't think Jack White really knows how to rap, but he's like kind of trying to do that sort of thing. I usually don't love songs <laughs> or artists who are just trolling and having fun, but like, I like it because it seems like he's just talking about, it. like, even the title, Ice Station Zebra. What? What, what is that? I, yeah, I don't know. Um, this album is so. I'm glad you gave me two weeks with it with, instead of one. <laughs> yeah. Because my brain would have been fried. Yeah, most of the stuff on this album, I sort of... I, I looked up some of it because I know what a Bulia and a Krasia are. Hypermisophoniac, I think, is a... It's like that, um... When you... When you're... It's like that... It's not a phobia, exactly, but it's like when you get freaked out by, like, mouth sounds. Mm-hmm. Like when you... Like, like chewing or, like, lip smacking or Doesn't stuff Riley like that. Does Riley have that? With the yeah. The she has? Yeah. yeah. Maybe? That's one of our... Friends, sisters. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think she does have that. Uh, yeah, and it's it's like, I I don't know what that has to do with that song at all. But I just I just know that kind of externally of the south of looking it up. Um, well, yeah. he wants you to be freaked out by his mouth sounds. I don't know if there's any mouth sounds on that song. I no, I mean, I'm saying sounds. he's using mouth sounds as a very general way. Yeah. Like his, you're getting freaked out by what he's saying that's coming out of his yeah, mouth. Yeah, maybe. I think there's kind of a connection there, but I don't know. I'm just guessing, really. If I'm freaked out by it, I'm definitely confused. Well. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know. So what would you give this album, you think? B minus. That's, that's pretty good. That's better than I was expecting from you, actually, because I kind of thought... Um, I mean, I like things that make me think. You would not like. A whole lot of red didn't make you think? A whole lot of red made me think that God was dead. That's Um, right. And Playboy Cardi killed him with his annoying mouth sounds. (laughs) Are you a hyper-misophoniac? If Playboy Cardi is what I need to be afraid of to be a hyper-misophoniac or whatever, yes, I am. Yeah. Um... (laughs) 
All right. So I'm very excited to hear what you think about this album because you have like sort of a history with Jack White. I do, and um, um, so there's a different sort of context with you almost, right? Because you've been sort of following him, yeah. Uh, t- <laughs> how he got to this point, definitely following his career in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I-, I was a big fan of the White Stripes. Um, you know, I like the Rack on Tours. I like a lot of the projects he's done. What was funny was, and I said last week that I that I had listen to this album and what it what turned out was I hadn't listened to this album at all mm-hmm. I listened to Lazarus the, the album before this uh-huh. or Lazada what is it called I think it's Ladder, Lateralis or something well Lazar- Lazaretto Lazaretto yeah. I'm just looking at it right now Lateralis is the Tool that's album that's the Tool album yeah yeah, um, yeah I had um, I had listened to that album and I had yeah. not listened that to that album is a lot more normal it seems like yeah and I really like Laz- Lazaretto Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I listened to at least some of Blunderbuss. I think that was his first solo release. Yeah. Um, but I don't. But I had not that I remember ever listened to this album at all. Mm-hmm. So I take back my comments about you know knowing it and loving it because I that that was wound up being untrue. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I mostly liked this album. It's definitely I definitely like it less than Lazaretto. No. Um, Jack White's very experimental. We all know that. Um, he he makes his own amps and guitars, and he's like I mm. called myself before a music nerd. He is like probably one of the most true music nerds I've ever seen. Again, I watched a documentary about not about him exactly, but it was kind of based around him, and it was based around him uh, building all his own amps and guitars and and even pedals. And going to all these other musicians that he respected, and jamming with them, and showing him his stuff, and then showing him their stuff. It was very. I wish I remembered the name of it, but look it up. There's a. It's basically like it's basically like a a, um, a, a documentary about guitars or like music equipment through the yeah. years. And anyway, um, look it up. See if you can find it. It's really an interesting watch, and there's some other really great guitar players on there. Um, but anyway. This album mostly was pretty good. I'm not... I'm definitely not blown away by it. And here's what I think the problem with this album is, if I can say anything. I think, and this is a... um, This is very indicative of experimental music. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's going to hit you personally good, and sometimes it's going to hit you bad. I mean, that's sort of like almost the definition of the term experimental yeah yeah sometimes the experiment works sometimes it doesn't right and here it's sort of 50 50 ish with me yeah um i'll start out with the good uh connected by love was great i corporation was probably my favorite song on this album Mm -hmm. i really got into corporation i really liked that song um over and over and over was really good too that's probably my second favorite um Respect Commander was good. And I think that's my list of really good songs on this album. And that's mm-hmm. not a ton, I know. I disliked Why Walk a Dog. Um, and I'm sorry, I liked Ice Station Zebra too. Yeah. Um, the last three songs on the album, I didn't, I, I didn't dislike. I did, I'll start out by saying there's no terrible songs on this album which is good um the last three songs getting the mind shaft uh, what's done is done in humoresque i just think the experimentation portion of it like the the weird guitar sounds on some of it and yeah. it's kind of, i kind of say this about the whole album it's not even that those three i mean the ones i said i really liked pulled it together better in my eyes mm-hmm. but the songs i didn't like seemed to be because the experimentation part of it with the guitar work or with the vocals sometimes just more kind of annoyed me than than grabbed my attention in any good way. Um, I just think... I'm not saying... You went, I don't think you should ever say someone went too far with the experimentation because it's experimentation and you're trying yeah. to... Give, you're trying, most musicians, if they're, any, if they're worth their salt, are trying to put out their emotions and their feelings on an album. And if the guitar work and the vocals is what he was feeling at the time, obviously I would never say it's wrong. But it just didn't hit home with me. Um, it just didn't grab me and say, wow, this is something 
good and cool and new. No. You might say it's new. It's a new sound or it's a you know different sound than you usually hear. But not necessarily always good in your ears. So that I think that's what kind of happened here. Um, again, I think it's worth it's worth a listen. Um, I think what he does on here, whether it hits home for you or not, you can no less than say it's interestingly experimental. Um, but not that kind of stuff doesn't always hit home. So, and I think that's kind of what happened here with me. I might have gone into it with a little more expectation, and maybe I didn't give it like what I call like the the the, the new ear listen. You know, like the you know taking everything that that artist has done in the past, present, and maybe even future, and saying that doesn't matter. This is what no. he put together today or on that day, not today. Um, but it just didn't. It, some of it did not strike me as well as other yeah. of his solo stuff. Um, you know, I definitely enjoyed Lazaretto more, and I think I even enjoyed Blunderbuss more. Although I don't know, I ever listened to that whole album. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still good, and I still think Jack White, even if he swings and misses, you know, twenty five percent of the time, even it's he's still an artist worth keeping up with and following. Yeah, I think even if you don't like this album, like a lot of people when this album came out, they're just like, yeah, Jack White's gone crazy. He's he's a hack. He's off his. And it like, almost uh, makes me mad like that I don't like shits. it because I love when people do that. Yeah. You know, I love when people just like screw everything. I don't care if I'm Mr. White Stripes. I don't care if I'm whoever. Yeah. Like I'm doing this because it sounds good to me and it feels right to me. Yeah. So I, I give them all the credit in the world for that. And, it, and the fact that I didn't love this album um, doesn't take anything away. I'm going to continue yeah. to listen to Jack White or any other iteration of his uh, uh, music career. Um, but yeah, I would say actually I'd probably give it the same grade as Daniel. Probably about a B minus. No. Um, it's still good. It's still worth a listen, like I said. So that says a lot for it. And no. um, you know, I think Jack White should just continue to be listened to by people who, you know, enjoy uh, good rock and roll and experimentation and individuality. Um, yeah. I think that that you know whether I like this uh, album the most or not, it definitely yeah. is that. So. Yeah, I wish this was almost like a second win for him. I wish it worked out better because a lot of um, a lot of musicians like him late in their career, like rock musicians, mm -hmm. they kind of start doing the same thing. And I think the reason that a lot of them sort of fail is because like it's it's old it's old stuff. Like it, it, just because it worked like twenty years ago doesn't mean it's gonna work again. And right. I think Jack White kind of understood that. And on this album, he tried to do something really different, and it didn't really pan out for him. Um, in my opinion, I think it... I, I enjoy this album a lot, but, like, from the public perception, it didn't really work out for him. And, you know, this album didn't sell that well, uh, mm -hmm. you know, commercially. So, yeah. But he's... I mean, he'll be fine. He's still rich. But um, I, I feel like it, it, it might sort of bar him a little bit from experimenting like this. Uh, or like maybe like deter him. I mean, I don't so. think it will. I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't he's know. strong willed with that kind of stuff, and yeah. I think he'll he'll do whatever he wants. I I really think he's one of the few musicians that doesn't care if he's got a ton of money coming in, if he's got you know this or that. I think I mean, he just I, wants to make what's what music that sounds good to him. I feel like at this point he's probably got something like some kind of contract mm -hmm. that keeps money coming in somehow. Yeah. Like, because he's just such a huge musician. I mean, I could that could just be ignorance on my part. It could be broke. I mean, but, every um, time they play Seven Nation Army yeah. in a football game, <laughs> yeah, I feel like <laughs> he's getting a couple coins put in his pocket. Yeah, so, you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like he's got Seven Nation Army and also like a bunch of other songs that are yeah. super popular. So yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, not not that bad. Of, I, I honestly was kind of expecting worse. Mm. Um, not from me, mostly from thought, Daniel. I thought but, you were expecting better from me, which is like why I was like. Well, mm. I was surprised when you said that you liked it. Mm -hmm. um, oh, because okay. I thought I, I I thought I may have shown it to you before, mm. but I wasn't sure. Yeah, I don't think so, but I don't know. I could have forgotten. Um, maybe I kind of like. I feel like it's kind of made to like troll people like me, like. 
people who aren't super music nerds. Mm-hmm. I think it's it is made to troll music nerds too, because <laughs> um, I I think a lot of music nerds are were pissed off, mm-hmm. um, by at least some of the songs. It's kind. I guess it's kind of like that too. You're supposed to like be like, oh, oh, I get it, and he's like, no, you don't. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard album to defend, too. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like, I like it and you don't, so whatever. Yeah. Not not you, like the royal you, like mm. ba- everybody who didn't like it. Like, yeah, it's fine if you don't like it, obviously. But I don't really have like much of a case for it because it is just kind of nonsense. But it's just nonsense that I like. I mean, some of it's nonsense. I think some of it is a- does actually kind of have a point. Um. At least musically, lyrically, that's an even harder case to make. But yeah, you know, I just whatever. I just like people trolling people. Yeah. No matter if I understand it or not. Um, yeah. So. So, do you have an album to recommend? I do. All right. Well, I do too. For once. Wow. You can go first, then. All right. Um, well, since I had such an easy. Uh, you know, uh, what's it called? An easy A on the first, mm-hmm. on last week's album, I should say. I'm going to put one out there that's very new to me. Um, and you're sure you haven't recommended this before? Yes, I'm sure I haven't recommended this okay. before because I just started listening to this artist. Okay. So, I one night I was like listening to music and on Spotify, you know, you could kind of go down a rabbit hole, as they call it, and like, oh, well, they, oh, these uh, these guys kind of are uh, equated with this band that I like, so let me check them out. Yeah. And you go on and on and on. So one night, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, I discovered this this band that I'm going to recommend, and I like them a lot. Um, I've listened to three of their four albums so far, um, and I just got about three-quarters of the way through their newest album that came out in 2020, and actually I don't like it quite as much as I do their a little bit earlier stuff. So anyway, so I am going to recommend a band called The Neighborhood, which is, and there I'm going to recommend a 2013 release, I Love You. Um, yeah. Really, yeah, in the same breath as we're talking about experimental, really experimental, but also kind of hit poppy sounding too. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, I, I don't know. Um, but the, I, I like them. I like them a lot. I like the sound of their music. Yeah. I've definitely uh, heard some songs at least one i know one song from this album i feel like i've heard a couple but right yeah definitely sweater weather was like the biggest sweater weather yeah um hit off of this album yeah yeah that was that i think that is their most like you know when you see their most uh listened to songs yeah on spotify i think that was number it, one so. yeah it was popular at the time and then it blew up on tiktok again mm. so so yeah so mine is a uh, 2013's uh album from the neighborhood uh, I love you, and they spell neighborhood the British way. Yeah, they're, they're N-A- disgusting N-E- Brits. And he had G H B O U R hood. Ew. <laughs> yeah. That's like when they, they spell, spell color. Color. C O L. That's how they spell rumors on. Rumors. Yeah. 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 Why I reckon so many recommending so many Brits? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. You recommended a Brit this week. Jack White's British, isn't he? No, he's not. He's an Amer. He's he's a red-blooded American. I think I'm a different person. Probably. I guess so, because he's not British. <laughs> he does kind of uh, take a lot of um, sort of British uh, invasion uh, influences. Mm. So I guess I kind of understand. But no, he's he's very American. Um, so yeah, I'm going to recommend an album. It might be from what? What's the year that your album was released? 2013. Okay, yeah, so a year after that, from 2014, mm-hmm. um, an album by a band called TV Girl. TV Girl? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's an album called French Exit. I think it's their, it's, I don't know if it's their first. I think it might be their second. No, it's their first. Yeah, it looks like I their think first. They, they released, like, an EP or two before this with a different vocalist. They had singles um, before this. Yeah, I don't know. I think they had an EP before this. It's yeah. not on Spotify. But um, they... Yeah, they had a different vocalist, and they changed vocalist right before they started recording this album. Um, that's just a little fact about it. But yeah, TV Girl is... Um, it's a band. They've been around since, like, early 2010s. 
Um, I'm sort of mixed on most of their catalog, but this album, I think, is, like, their most consistent, and I, I do enjoy it very much. Uh, it's very they're very like unique band their bio describes them as hypnotic pop which i think is not a bad way to describe it it's sort of like they take a lot of samples um from like old songs or like melodies uh even from like older songs so it almost has that like old um i get yeah sort of oldie feel to it um while being sort of newer and having like a lot of more electronic uh uh 2010s production so yeah a lot of songs i feel like um have that sort of feel to it i feel like most of the albums that i hear that you like either have hyper or hypo in the title of their hypno their uh well it's hypno yeah but like the hy yeah. Well, the the name of the album is French Exit. Yeah. No, but I mean um, the title of the, the yeah uh, description. Like the yeah. Yeah. The, I've never heard uh, the term hypnotic pop before, but um, that's the way they describe yeah, themselves in their bio. Pop, hypnotic pop. Hypotonic pop. I don't know what that is. Um, it's, it's a biology term. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, twenty album French Exit by TV Girl. All right. Yeah, so if you want to be caught up for next episode, listen to I Love You by The Neighborhood and French Exit by TV Girl. We'll see you next time. See you next time.